0: Hey, thanks for joining us tonight, and I hope you're all having a Merry Christmas, and you're going to have an even better one tomorrow. Um, I was talking to my parents today, my mom, and they live in Montana, and it's supposed to sm- snow for them tonight. So they're going to have a white Christmas, and we're going to have a Southern California 74-degree Christmas, right? I don't know who has it better. I think we do. So, All right. That's an amen right there. Hey, I remember a time when I was a kid... Um, that uh, I, I still think of, by the way, Christmas as a great time for gifts. Anybody out there? Anybody like gifts? Um, great time for gifts. And I, I just remember a time when I was young that the best, I think my best memory of, um, of just being a kid and just getting a gift was my dad picked us up. Uh, we, he, my mom and my dad were separated, and um, my dad picked my brother and I up, and I think I was uh, 9 years old or 10 years old, my brother was about 13, And it was near Christmas time, and he said, okay, guys, um, I know that last year was a little tough, and I didn't get you very much for Christmas, but this year, um, I'm making it up to you, I got a surprise. And he took us to that uh, mecca of children's, you know, life, which was Toys R Us. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so we go to Toys R Us, and he's like, anything you want in the store, you got it. And my brother and I were like, you know, just jaws dropped open and we were real excited so we we ran around and ran around and and i it was it just ha- so happened that that year was a special year because this little thing came out i don't know if you ever if you've ever heard of it um it was new on the market it was called nintendo <laughs> and uh, yeah first year i mean it was the first year it had this little robot called um gyro that played this game called gyromite and it was just anyway and so Bottom line, my brother and I got together and we were like, we got to get this thing. So maybe my, maybe dad will buy, you know, if we both want this, you know, so it was the first time my brother and I had ever agreed on anything, you know, <laughs> we, we were, we would fight like cats and dogs, but this time we agreed. And, uh, and my dad said, all right, you got it. Is this what you want? I said, yes. And I think that was the single greatest gift I ever received as a kid for Christmas, you know, and I was thinking back on this. Uh, but the truth is after a couple of years, Nintendo got boring. You know, I mean, it was a great gift, but it it, it got boring. And pretty soon it was like I had to get the newest and greatest thing called Genesis, the Sega Genesis, right? And then after that, that got boring. And then I had to get the, the, the Xbox, and then it had to be the 360, and now I got the PlayStation 4. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's the gift didn't last, right? The, 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 all the sparkle and luster and those kids playing it on the commercials looking so fun and so great. It just got to a point where it was like, well, it's not that great anymore. It's not that fun, you know? Um, and, and maybe you're like me, maybe you, you have this, this memory of an awesome gift at this one time that you received, but it just lost its luster. It lost its appeal. It didn't last. It didn't quote unquote complete you. It didn't make you 100% filled with joy and happiness for the rest of your life. Because it was never meant to. That's the problem. You see, that's the crux of the situation. We, as created people, are always looking to creation to complete us. But the problem is creation is broken, and creation will never be the gift that we fully need. We need a creator. And, and the cool thing is, I just want to point you to a very very quick passage, uh, and then we're going to go into story time here, but um, I would be remiss to not tell you the ultimate gift, which is that of Jesus Christ. And in John 3.16, it says, For God so loved you and me, for God so loved the world, that He gave, He gave His one and only Son. I love that passage, because that's the ultimate gift. You see, that's the gift we've been longing for and looking for. Because see, we, we get a little older, don't we, um, in, in, in how we uh, deal with stuff. We, uh, um, when it comes to our gifts that try to complete us, it might not be that Nintendo when we were kids, but maybe it's that great education or that perfect career or the perfect husband or wife or the perfect relationship or family, the right amount of money and security to be comfortable. If I just got that, then I would be Or the prestige or power or popularity. Stuff, stuff and more stuff. Creation, creation, creation. Physical world. It just will never be the gift that we need from our Heavenly Father. So I want to challenge you tonight as we look at this verse. For God so loved us. For God so loved you. He gave you what you truly crave and long for. Something that will never lose its luster. Something that will never lose its power. Will never lose its appeal. Will always be fresh. Will always be enjoyed. Will always be an adventure. And that's our relationship in the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? So I just want to point you to that very quickly. The problem with uh, all these things that we look for other other than found in Christ is we get to a point where we get let down. And so I want to look at this Christmas season now and just give you those fresh eyes and remind you of what it is we need to see tonight. And hopefully tomorrow as we gather around the Christmas tree or wherever you're going to be opening up gifts with people. Remember that there is a God in heaven that so loved you and me and those out there that He gave His one and only Son. Jesus is the ultimate gift we need. Only He can complete you and free you from your sin and brokenness that plagues us in this fallen world. A question is simple. Have you received this heavenly gift? Many of you I've talked to and I know you have. Many of you have family and friends that you're going to be seeing really soon. My hope is that you will be the bearer of this gift. As the wise men came, they gave gold and frankincense to, you know, to Jesus. They came from afar and, and uh, you know, they brought these gifts from many lands. And, and we're actually going to read a story in a little bit about that. But, but those gifts faded. Those gifts lose value. The only gift that will remain true and strong and eternal is the Son of God. So I just want to challenge you to look to God tonight. For there's no greater time than now. So please, bow your heads with me and pray. Let's, let's go before the Lord. Let's go before our Heavenly Father who wants to give us this gift. Lord, we thank You for Jesus. We thank You for the fact that You became like one of us. Lord, it says in the book of Philippians that You took the form of a servant, of a slave. You took the form of a slave so that we could be connected to God again. So that we might have a way to be saved. We might have a redeemer, a reconciler. Someone who would take our sin and go where we could not go. And do what we could not do. Be the sacrifice. Lord, You take our sins and You make them as white as snow. I thank You. We thank You. Lord, if there's people here today that that are struggling... I don't think I've gone one day without struggling, Lord. The truth is, we can't do anything apart from You. And so, Lord, I just pray today that we would remember You loved us enough to send Your one and only Son, not to condemn us, but to give us eternal life. So, Lord, we just just right now want to say thank You. And if there are people here tonight that don't know You, they would bow their heads bow their hearts and say, Lord Jesus, come. Come into my life. I need you. Lord, we thank you. We just pray for safe travels for those that aren't here tonight. And we know that you've got something great for us this year to come. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen. All right, so what we'd like to do right now is uh, bring up the kids. We're, we're going to have the kids come on up here. And if... if um, you know, if, the, if an adult wants to sit with them too, that's fine. In fact, if I can get my two o- older kids here, <laughs> you guys want to come on up and sit with everybody. Hi, guys. Hey. Oh, she's got a toy for me. All right. That's what I'm talking about. I got a little story. Awesome. Come on, sit down. All right. got a story here. You guys want to hear a story? Awesome. Good. All right. How you doing? What's your name? Of course it is, Joshua. I'm Chris. You want to pound it? Pound it, buddy. Hit, them, hit my... There you go. Oh, my gosh. You didn't have to hurt me. Sheesh. You got quite a punch. All right. Stuff. You're like, who is this guy? Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys want to hear a story? Okay. Let's read it. How you doing? Good. In a forest far, far away in the east there grew a great many pine trees. Most of them were super tall trees, higher than the houses that we see and with wide, strong branches. But there was one tree that was not nearly so tall. In fact, if we were to talk about this tree, it would be like about your size. Stand up for a second. Stand up. There you go. Stand on up. Yep. He was about like that. Right about that. A little bit taller than you. But he was a little tiny tree. Okay? You're, you're probably going to be bigger than him in like two days. All right. Now the tall trees could see far, far out over the hilltops and into the valleys. They could hear all the noises that went on in the world far beyond their forest. But the little tree was so small that the other trees grew so thick about it that it could not hear or see the things that were going on. But the other trees were very kind. And they would stoop down and tell them all the things that were happening to the little tree. But one night in the winter time. There seemed to be something strange happening in the little town among the hills, for the trees did not go to sleep after the sun went down, but they put their heads together and spoke in a strange, treeish type way low whispers and full of awe and wonder. The little tree, from its place close to the ground, did not understand what was all being talked about. It listened a while and then lifted its head as high as ever it could and shouted to its tall neighbor trees, Will you please stoop down and tell me what is happening? So the big tree stooped down and whispered to the little tree, The shepherds out on the hilltops are telling strange stories while they watch their sheep. The air is filled with sweet music. And there was a wonderful star coming up in the east, traveling westward. And the shepherds say that they saw the same bright star stop and shine over the humble stable in their little town. Now these shepherds have not said why it stopped there, but I will look again and listen. So the tall tree lifted up its head again and reached far out so that it might hear more of the wonderful story. By and by, it stooped down again and again and whispered to the little tree, Oh, listen, little tree, listen. There are angels among the shepherds on the hills and they are talking together. They seem to be awaiting the birth of a little child who will be the king among all the people. And in fact, a king of kings, a prince of peace, a king of the living God and the beautiful star will shine above the stable where the little king will be laid in a manger. Well, the tree was so excited, it raised its head to listen, but but the tree was puzzled, and it thought to itself, it's very strange indeed, How oh, how I wish I could see it all. It waited a little longer, and everything grew quiet, and a great peace came upon the forest. Then suddenly, the town... And even the forest was illuminated with a strange white light that made everything as bright as day. And the air was filled with the flutter of angels' wings and with music such as the world had never, ever heard before. The people in the trees, even the stars in the heavens, lifted up their voices and sang together. The whole world was filled with music. And joy and love... For the little Christ child who had come, Emmanuel, God with us, to dwell upon the earth. Now the little tree was filled with with wonder and fear, for so great was the excitement that the other trees had almost forgotten it, and it could not understand the mysterious sounds, but by and by its tall friends finally said to him, Listen, listen little tree. Such news, I have to tell. The Christ has come. The king, the whole world is singing such beautiful music. There are wise men coming from the east, bringing gifts to the Christ child. The angels too are upon the earth, and they bear gifts of gold and rare and beautiful stones. Wait, I will tell you more. And the tall tree had scarcely lifted up its head when it stooped again and whispered to the little tree, Look, look little tree, they are coming this way. The angels are coming here into our forest. Yeah, that's what the little guy said. Lift up your head high, woo, and you will see them as they pass by. Well, the little tree lifted up its head and saw the white flutter of angels' robes and heard the weird, sweet, angelic voices of the heavenly hosts who came with precious gifts into the forest. Oh, said the little tree, they are coming here toward me. What shall I do? What shall I do? and in fear it bent its head so low that it almost touched the ground. But the music came nearer and nearer, and the little tree felt a tender hand upon its branches, and a soft, gentle voice said to it, Arise, little tree, and come with us, for we have come into the forest to seek you. Yes, you, the very smallest among the trees. You are to be our gift bearer. Yeah, come, lift up your head. So in fear and trembling, the the little tree did as the angels bade it to do. And, And it looked into the angel's face and saw the love and kindness there. So all fear was gone. And it said to the angel, Yes, make me ready. I will come with you to the little Christ child in the manger. So all the angels brought their gifts of precious jewels and shining gold and fastened them upon the branches of the little tree. Then the leader of the angel's band took up the little tree from the ground and bore it, laden with its precious burden, to the feet of the Christ child. Thus making that little, little tree the first Christmas tree ever. The tree for Jesus, our Prince of Peace. What'd you think? You like that? All right. You guys wanna? You guys wanna sing some songs though now, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Well, now do we want to leave the kids up here too? Are they okay to come on and stay up here to sing? Yeah. Come on. Go see. Go see Pastor Jason. All right. All right. Now. I'm going to go ahead and pray. Some of you did not get these. Josh is around somewhere, and there's a box back there with these. We'd love for everybody to get one. Because we're going to do, um, we're going to basically light them, and the light will get to you, so don't worry about it, okay? All right. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this light that came into this world. We thank you for the light of Jesus Christ. Lord, we all have a light in us but it's nothing compared to that of the Creator. Lord, we thank You for the fact that You want to blaze this light life in us, that You came and lived among us, suffered with us, and You never leave us and You never forsake us. Lord, we love You and we thank You. And like that little tree, we have a purpose, and You want to laden us with precious gifts to give to the world around us. The love and the patience and the truth and the kindness and the gentleness and the goodness, everything that is good that you give, you want us to give out to those around us. Like that little tree, Lord, may we be your light bearers. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.